This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Masters of Mixology. If you've been to Segerfield in the past few seasons, then you've seen Gus and his troop of bartenders serving fans all over the stadium. Well, they all work for the same company, and man, is it a cool one. Masters of Mixology are an everything-you-need, on-the-go bartender service. If you have a party or an event coming up, the Masters of Mixology will bring the bar, the bartender, and the supplies to you. All you need to do is bring the guests and have a good time. They pride themselves in their hospitality and their commitment to excellence in all things from curated cocktails and wine tastings to classroom-style events and a more personalized experience for you and your guest. Also, they offer short-term staffing solutions for understaffed restaurants and bars with a massive knowledge base of classic cocktails. So next time you have a need for a well-shaken cocktail, then don't just hire a bartender, hire a master of mixology. Kept you waiting, huh? Another installment of Next in Line, part of the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Your host today, Adam Mendelovitz, returning after a bit of an absence, admittedly. No, I did not die. No, I did not have a falling out with Adam Davis. And no, I did not suddenly ascend to a higher plane, though that would have been pretty cool. Though I did get involved in some old man stuff physically, mentally, and uh, busily at my new day job. I don't know, does that, does that flow into each other? I'm, I'm getting off topic here, aren't I? All I can say is, to sum it up, uh, take care of your health, keep your back straight, don't be afraid to reach out to family and friends for help if you need it, make sure you stick with the physical therapy regimen, and don't be afraid to talk to your doctor about uh, what ails you, I suppose. So where are we? It's the weekend of Labor Day as I am recording this. And there's been quite a bit of stuff that you might have missed in the past month or so. So where do we start? If you... Uh, Paid attention to the MLS All-Star Game or the various spin-offs under it. You might have noticed the MLS Next All-Stars included a couple of uh, kids from the Academy, uh, Nacho Alem and Graham Jones. And one of the coaches was our own Academy director, Patrick Okama. Not sure why the director would be um, on the coaching staff, but I suppose he's earned it with all the many uh, alumni that have come out of the academy, a few of whom have become very successful soccer players and more to come. You could say Graham Jones, been seeing him in a dress up in a Loudon shirt every so often. Hopefully we get to see that with Nacho too. There was a... Uh, U15 uh, CONCACAF tournament that took place in the Dominican Republic. During that tournament, there were at least three uh, players from DC United's Academy who were called up to their respective national sides. 
Herman Argueta, called up to the El Salvador U15 side, scored three out of the team's five goals in the group stage combined. Unfortunately, it was not enough to carry his team into the knockouts, considering El Salvador had to deal with Mexico, who would go on to place second in that tournament next to uh, the American side, and Jamaica, who would go on to place fourth in that tournament. Still, a very impressive showing, and uh, hope we see some more scoring out of him as he works his way through the youth system. Edwin S.J. Rios from the U14s was called up to Puerto Rico's U15. They made it out of the group stage. Unfortunately, they were knocked out by the aforementioned second-place finisher in Mexico. Camille Castillo got called up for the uh, U15 Dominican Republic. He's a member of the D.C. U14s. Unfortunately, the host nation did not make it out of the group stage. Still, I'm sure he had fun going there and definitely something to shoot for. So that's what's been going down with the players in our academy system. Now, let's move on to the coaches, which apparently we're getting an entirely new slate of them. You might have heard of this one if you followed uh, DC United for the years at or following its inception as a team of Major League Soccer. The U-15s, their new coach will be none other than El Diablo himself, Marco Echeverri, the legendary Bolivian from the heyday of DC United. I'm sure I could tell you all about his exploits as a player with the team or with the Bolivian national team. Uh, I'm sure John and Ted on United 96 could go over that in detail if they haven't already. So I'm going to focus on his uh, coaching experience for a little bit. From what I could find, he served as an assistant on the U.S. U-20 side back in 2008. The following year, 2009, he was hired to uh, manage uh, SD Alcas in uh, Quito, Ecuador. But... uh, Reportedly only lasted four months before he got sacked. I'm not entirely sure why I couldn't find that information, just that he was cut and somebody else finished off the uh, season. He bounced around uh, a little bit, ended up in Bolivia, but reportedly received a deal to coach Oriente Petrolero in Bolivia's uh, first league, but... For some reason, the deal was never officially signed. Whether it was due to contractual terms or some other obligation, I couldn't tell you. The uh, information I could find is a bit contradictory on that. A lot of outlets reported that he was indeed set to coach them, but it just didn't happen. However, uh, in 2011, he reemerged to manage Bolivia's U15 side, hoping to work his way up to managing the senior squad one day. Though that didn't quite pan out, several years later he did reappear in the United States, this time in Charlotte, uh, starting an independent academy that coached kids uh, 15 years old and younger. 
and now he's here coaching the DC United U15s. So hopefully he's learned some valuable lessons in his 14, 15 years as a coach that he can impart to the youths of today. Doesn't always work out that way for star players that they're able to transition seamlessly to coaching because sometimes what's obvious to them might not be as obvious to people who are younger, newer, have a different mindset than them, or may not be as skilled as them. But uh, I think that the U15s will be in good hands. Now, while the well-deserved praise of El Diablo returning to coach our U15s is taking up a lot of ink, digitally speaking, the other... uh, DC United youth teams have all turned over their coaches as well. So let's go down that list. The newly formed or reformed uh, U19 side that's set to play in the uh, fourth tier UPSL with other teams around the uh, southern portion of the DMV area this coming uh, season. Got their new coach with uh, Matar Mamboge currently serving as an assistant coach for Loudoun United. Not sure if this will essentially sever him from his duties as a Loudoun United assistant coach, or if he can do both, though I imagine it would be a bit harder to do both at the same time. I guess it depends on the paycheck. (laughs) Anyway, Matar Mboge has some experience when he was coaching for the tiny African nation, the Gambia. He coached their U-20s to a title with the, in the West African Football Union in 2018 and almost repeated the following year but had to sell for third place after losing the uh, semifinal round to Senegal in PKs. In 2021, uh, the Gambia U-20s got their revenge and uh, Boge led the team past Senegal to qualify for the U-20 African Cup of Nations managed to get third place after a hard-fought battle against the eventual champions of that tournament, Ghana. And uh, between that and his work coaching uh, the young adults at uh, Loudoun United, I think the U19s are in good hands. As for their schedule and the schedules of most of these youth teams, I do not have it at this time, but hopefully they'll be coming up soon and hopefully they'll all be playing home games at Segra Field. Moving on down the list. The U-17s will be coached by a man named Phil Gordon, mostly a native of Maryland. Even uh, did some studying at UMUC before they rebranded to UMGC. That's cool from a perspective of a fellow alum, though I understand we uh, studied in very different majors, so... I'm 99% sure we never encountered each other. If for some reason you feel like coming on the show to reminisce. Anyway, let's get back to the important stuff. Phil Gordon appears to have spent most of his uh, professional life as a youth soccer coach in some capacity. Various uh, academies in and around Maryland, including Bethesda SC. 
In uh, 2018, he moved to Florida, act as the assistant coach of the UCF uh, women's team and also the Orlando Pride. Most recently, in the past two years, he's been heading up the uh, youth scouting department for uh, Orlando City and uh, got the uh, head coaching gig as their U15 side. And now he's back in the DMV to coach... uh, Loudon's U-17s. He has work cut out for him, but he seems to have built up quite a uh, track record, so looking forward to that. And as for the U-14s, they're going to be coached by a Cameroonian named Phil Nana, former head coach of Montgomery College women's soccer team, and uh, before that, the Maryland Bobcats of the NISA. Recently, was working as an assistant within DC United's academy while acquiring a uh, UEFA B coaching license. So you can tell soccer is in his blood from Montgomery College to today. And hopefully that passion will uh, he'll be able to display it to the kids as well. Now you might be asking the fate of the current uh, youth coaches. From what I could find, uh, the U14 coach, uh, Gonzalo Ramela, just uh, moved across the street to coach at the uh, Loudoun Soccer Academy under the Northern Virginia Alliance and their uh, ECNL side. So he's going to continue coaching the youths in the area, and who knows, maybe he uh, gets a chance to come back to uh, DC's academy in the future, or if... uh, Loudoun United puts up their own uh, academy at some point in the future. You could be persuaded to, to take on that task. The U15s, uh, coached by Kayon Kalilian, from what I've been able to find, he's uh, decided to become the co-owner of the Arrington Training and Development Gym, which is dedicated to training and tutoring uh, youth soccer within uh, the DMV area with a gym in Maryland. Now, if that Arrington name sounds familiar, it turns out it's uh, owned by the current director of coaching for DC United and the outgoing U-17 coach, Matthew Arrington, who's been around for a few years in the academy system. I don't know if he's moving elsewhere or if he's staying put as a more front o- in a more front office capacity, but at least he has the gym to continue training present and future uh, kids who are interested in going pro in soccer. Anyways, that's uh, my time. I know it's been a very short time here. Hopefully I get back into the groove with this thing as uh, Loudoun United season starts to close and another one opens. One more bit of uh, news before I go is that uh, Loudoun United uh, has signed a new kit and equipment sponsor, Capelli Sport. We're getting a slight rebranding, it looks like. Hopefully the designs are better than allegedly, speculatively, what Adidas had sitting around in their warehouse and decided to give to Loudon. Will it be better, worse, more chintzy, less chintzy than the barber pole? I couldn't tell you. Hopefully better, though. 
Adam Davis certainly seems to think so, as they've kitted a bunch of uh, different teams that are in the Loudoun County area. So hopefully that uh, this pans out. Wonder what they'll look like next year. Anyways, that's my time. Can't wait for the next match and the coming season for the various academy teams. I'm Adam Indelovitz, signing off for Next in Line, part of the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. And as always, stay loud and united! Thank you.